0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mumbling Thoughts, where we let out the mumbling thoughts in our heads. My name is Wes, and in this episode we're going to be talking about what to look for in a significant other, and how to have a successful relationship. Whenever we're looking for a boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, we always have these set qualities, these set standards for them whether they need to be above six feet, whether or not they need to have a nice body, whether they can cook, how much money they make. These are all considerations that we have inside our heads and that we keep in mind when we're looking for a partner. But the thing is, a lot of these don't matter when it comes down to having a successful relationship because a lot of these things are characteristics that they have and they're not going to make any real contributions to your relationship. And maybe they might provide you good sex. Maybe they're able to give you giant teddy bears, bring you on dates, go eat at five-star restaurants, Michelin restaurants. Maybe they can take you to five-star hotels, take you to travel the world. All of these are nice things, but these are all superficial and like I also mentioned, the book that really changed my perspective on dating was the book How to Not Die Alone by Logan Uri. And I really like this book because it's a really nice intro to dating and how we date. And how I picked up this book was when I was scrolling through YouTube and I saw that Ali Abdal said this book changed his perspective on relationships and just coming out of a breakup myself. I was like, why not? I want to see what the fuck exactly am I doing wrong in my relationships that causes them to end, like, the same way both times, basically. Honestly, the first and the second were kind of different, but they were basically the same idea, and I said, fuck it, why not? You know, these relationships clearly aren't working, and I need to learn about what the fuck is going on. And I mentioned in the previous episode as well that prom dates are the people that make you look good in your Instagram pictures make you feel good short term and things like that. And honestly, my exes, from what I can tell you, were so good, so good at taking pictures, Instagrammable pictures, that when I broke up with them, I always... Contemplating whether or not I should keep the pictures because they were just so good. Like, my most recent ex took a really nice picture and I always had it as my profile picture. But after we broke up, I was like, fuck, I want to delete everything, all the memories. But that one picture was just so good. So I ended up keeping it and it's just sitting in my album. And so, what really matters is having a lasting relationship where both of you can become better and grow as people and be happy. And in the book, How to Not Die Alone, Logan already mentions five main characteristics or qualities that they should have. They don't need to have because it's up to you. But they should have five things. And those five things are being emotionally stable and kind, being loyal, being able to fight well, having a complementary personality, and having a growth mindset. And if you look at it, these are all, I guess you can say soft skills if you want to make a comparison to like corporate or something like that or your resume. It's really a soft skill that they should have where it's just basically their personal attributes. Just how they communicate, how they think, and you know, it's not hard skills like coding, Excel, things like that. And these are what really makes a good relationship last. I don't know why I'm comparing it to fucking corporate. Maybe because I've been too focused on my career or my college shit because I'm a finance major. So that's just getting to me right now. But like I said, these are the five main qualities that you want your partner to have. And for me, a lot of these really make sense. And I'll explain it because... You want your partner to be emotionally stable and kind because you don't want them to be acting impulsively. You don't want them acting out in the moment just because they're mad or sad, then breaking up with you. Because this is exactly what happened in my relationship where she said she was down in the dumps and she just broke up with me. But you're going to call me a clown for this. But when we talked again, because I texted her and then I called her again, too because i'm a fucking simp and a hopeless romantic and that's a fucking issue but when we talked what she told me was that she regretted the second that she sent the breakup paragraph to me and i'm like what the fuck how are you gonna be so impulsive that you're gonna fuck up a whole nine year fucking relationship i mean nine months how are you gonna fuck up a relationship in a matter of a few seconds and you just regret it instantly and you don't even say something after like Come on, how are you gonna do that? So that's my personal experience with it. My first ex, honestly, I don't think she was impulsive, but she kept saying that she's self sabotaging, which is also an issue. And that's not impulsive, maybe it is because she kept. She broke up with me once, and then obviously, like the simp I was, I begged her to stay. And the next day, we basically broke up for a few hours, like eight hours, 10 hours. The next day she told me, yeah, she didn't mean it. And she was self-sabotaging. And this is from past trauma, but I'll talk about past trauma later. But the thing is, she kept doing it for a second time. And during that second time was when quarantine first started. And we both stopped talking to each other, texting, FaceTiming, whatever. And it's because she said she was busy with schoolwork and whatever. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. But when we met up again one time, it just didn't feel the same anymore. Like, we met up to play volleyball or something, or just chill at the park. But it just wasn't the same. We didn't talk the same way, nothing happened. And the day, weeks, months after that, it was the same thing. Nothing changed. And I'm like, okay, so if she doesn't want to put any effort into the relationship, then I might as well just focus on myself too and do my own thing. And so finally, when she decided that she wanted to break up again or whatever, I'm like, okay, let's break up. But she said, let's just go on a break instead for a week and see what happens. And a week later, she says oh, I want to get back together. I don't want to break up. And I'm like, no, I'm done with this. I can't take it anymore. And I just ended it. And that's why being emotionally stable is so important because you don't want them acting in the heat of the moment and being impulsive. And the part with being kind is you want them to be sympathetic and empathetic of you when you're going through tough times. And that kind of goes on to the second point which is being loyal when you're down in the dumps when your business just went bankrupt when whatever just happens if you go blind if you have cancer whatever you still want you want to know that your partner will still be with you and that they genuinely love you because if they leave because your business failed then you just know that they were in it for the money maybe and that just shows that their love for you didn't run deep. And that's why they should be loyal. And loyal is also you knowing that they won't cheat on you and things like that. Because that's never a good sign. That's a fucking red flag, bro. And you don't want that. And you can see from their past history, you know. um, You can see from her friends, her friend group, what happens. Her social dynamic, things like that. Those all tell you if she's loyal or not. And the third point is fighting well. And what that really just means is that you guys shouldn't be yelling at each other. And maybe you guys said, okay, we can yell at each other. But what I mean by that is, and you see this often, is that it's you two against the problem and not you two against each other. And honestly, this is something that I'm trying to fix myself too. Because sometimes I let the emotions, my emotions, get the best of me. And I just start blurting out shit. And I'm just so blunt, too, where it just makes it even worse. But you have to fight well because it's you two against the problem. And if you're just yelling at each other trying to win the argument, you're not getting anything productive done. And you're not solving the problem at hand. And it's going to occur again. And this happened multiple times and. I'm trying to fix that myself where I'm trying to control my emotions and be able to sit down and actually talk instead of yelling at my girlfriend. Okay, I don't abuse or yell. Okay, maybe I do yell. I don't know. My recent ex said that I kind of raised my voice, but I'm trying to fix that too. And the fourth thing is having a complimentary personality. And that just really means you want someone that's able to bring out the best in you, that is supportive of you because you don't want someone that drags you down, someone that just makes your life more miserable. You know, you want your partner to be able to be there for you, and for you guys to have fun with each other, and things like that, to bring out the best in yourselves and to grow. And that's an important thing, because for the relationship, what you really want is to grow together and become better. And this is why the last one is a growth mindset, where both of you see that the problems and hardships that you both face are an opportunity for you to grow whether it be having to be long distance for a while although it's hard I know my last relationship was literally a long distance relationship and it was so fucking painful and my pockets were crying too my wallet was probably as dry as how you make your chicken breasts at home don't use chicken breasts use chicken thighs you dumb fuck but I was just spending so much fucking money like a flight was what $300 and I was about to spend another $300 going down for Christmas but we broke up before then and luckily I didn't purchase the ticket yet so I saved some money there and I'm still saving money because I don't have a girlfriend anymore but that's why you want to have a growth mindset because both of you can grow together and see the problems as opportunities to grow and not a sign as you guys should break up and personally for me All of these are really good qualities, I feel, that that your partner should have. But for me, the main thing I would say is for them to be healing their past trauma or they're trying to because this really means that they're taking initiative to solve whatever problems that they might have and that they want to make a change so that their next relationship doesn't end up like their last one or their past ones where shit just goes wrong and there's trauma and people just do each other wrong you know so that's why for me they have to be working on themselves emotionally and trying to heal because I don't want to have that shit again where I'm trying to fix them because I don't know both of them I'm like just trying to fix them trying to help them grow and I just get done wrong and this is just so hard because and it's so true Because on TikTok and Instagram, you would see these posts saying that being the first guy to treat them right is just so fucking hard because they're not used to this kind of love. And in the end, even though you're doing them right, they still leave and fuck you up. And honestly, partly that is my fault because I'm choosing to date them and I'm not recognizing that they have red flags and they're not good for me. But that's something I need to work on where I need to see the red flags before I get into the relationship because I get attached way too easily and that's a fucking issue because I'd start talking to a girl and I'd low-key start getting feelings, catching feelings. I don't know what's wrong with me, but it's probably... I don't even know. But I need to be okay with being alone and just because a girl shows me some itty-bitty, tiny affection, I can't get attached. And honestly, now, nowadays... I'm a lot better where I can just go about my day and it's fine. But before, it was a serious issue. And that's how I fucking got into the relationship with both my exes. And it just wasn't a good look. Not a good look. It just wasn't a good... It didn't end out well. It didn't end well. We can just put it that way. Well, obviously, because they're my ex now. But also, the characteristics that we believe that we want to have, you might hear that guys say that they want an independent woman, or that they want a woman just to support them. And that really just comes from alpha males, the second one. But when we say that we want an independent woman, what we really mean is that they have their own stuff going on. They don't need to be a boss girl, boss lady, boss woman, I don't know what you call them. But they don't need to be like a sugar mommy or they don't need to have their six-figure business planned out and things like that that's not what we mean by an independent woman and honestly i don't blame you because the phrasing is kind of wrong what we just really want is someone that has their own stuff going on that they have their own passions in life that they can work towards or just things that they like to do um that doesn't require us with them because in the end We want to focus on our own lives and we want to achieve things as well and we should be okay with not being with our partner and having our own passions in life because if your partner does become your sole purpose of living your sole happiness that you get from that's not healthy because you're going to be bothering them constantly 24/7 wanting to be with them and this was low-key me because I dropped basically everything besides the gym because we can't fucking drop the gym you know gym is life gym over your fucking girl come on um but I basically dropped a lot of things in my life for my past relationship and only recently have I realized that that shit wasn't okay and that I can't do that shit no more So that's why your partner should have their own life to live, you know, but all of these characteristics and personalities that Logan Uri mentions are base foundations and they should have them, but it's not necessary. But she said that she found these to be the qualities for a successful relationship and And for the successful people that say they just want a woman to support them, that's because they're already on their shit and they don't need a woman. They don't need anybody in their lives. And that's why they say that if they do get a woman, they just want them to be supportive. And honestly, I know I see where they're coming from because they don't need you. You always see those posts where the guy says they don't need you. And if you leave, you just leave. But once you get into a serious relationship, they care about it. And obviously, if you leave, then you leave. It's still going to hurt them because they're so human. I hate how every single male strives to become this alpha male who just seems cold and who just seems cold-hearted because we're all humans at the end of the day. And yes, sure, maybe crying a lot like overly, is not a good thing. But showing your emotions and crying, I don't see what's wrong with it. And I hate how people say that when you cry, it shows weakness. But it just means you're accepting your emotions, you know? And obviously, you shouldn't be there for too long and shouldn't keep crying. But just crying every once in a while just doesn't mean you're weak, you know? And that's just part of being human. Before all of these qualities and personalities that Logan mentions... I feel that they are important and they are a base foundation for a successful relationship because this is all part of communication, forgiving, and settling, you know? You want to be able to fight with each other, fight well, so that when shit occurs, you guys just don't break up and leave. You want to actually solve the problem. And that's the communication part where you need to be able to talk things out. And... You need to be able to communicate for a su- successful relationship, I feel. It's key because you need to be able to talk and speak your thoughts. You need to be able to speak what you're thinking. And when people say if they wanted to, they would have. Yes, partially that is true. But unless you ask for what you want, you're not going to get it. You, know? you can't just expect people to read your mind. And if you want something, just say it. That's what I always believe because if you're not gonna tell them, who's who's gonna know? Who's gonna know what you want? And in the end, you're gonna blame them because they should have quote unquote known what you wanted. But that's just not true because nobody is a mind reader and nobody's gonna know a hundred percent what you want, you know. And that just fucks up relationships so bad. But that's where the forgiveness comes from. You wanna be able to forgive your partner. And if they fuck up, let them go. Like, let it go. Nobody's perfect. You're not perfect either. And people mess things up. Your partner's going to mess things up. But that shouldn't determine whether or not you should end the relationship. Obviously, if there's a huge problem, maybe you should end it. But if it's a small problem like them, I don't know. But if they forget the anniversary, yeah, that's kind of painful. But at the same time, Come on, they're humans. We forget things. And honestly, I would be kind of annoyed too. But in the end, just forgive them, you know? They probably had a lot on their plate. Maybe their parents just died. Maybe something just happened. You never know, you know, unless you talk it out. And finally, I think another thing that a successful relationship has is that you're able to settle down with your partner and you're able to come to terms with their flaws. Because you can't keep looking for a better person because there is no better person. And yes, maybe they might be more handsome, make more money and things like that. But I feel like soulmates are just such a cliche thing. And it's just so pointless because people would say, oh, he's not my soulmate. I'm breaking up with him. I think you just need to work it out because let's say you're a girl or a guy. Doesn't matter you're with your boyfriend or girlfriend for nine months and a new guy or girl comes into your life and they make you feel refreshed. They make you feel a type of way, you know, because they bring exciting things. You dump your boyfriend, girlfriend at the time and you go with this new guy. Nine months later, the same thing's going to happen again. A new person's going to come into your life and You're going to dump your current girlfriend, boyfriend, and then you're going to hop into the next one. And the cycle repeats. That's not a good thing because it's going to keep being the same way. No matter who it is, you're going to have to commit to a relationship in the end and settle down. You know, you can't keep looking for better because in the end, you're repeating the same cycle again. And nothing's really changing because the fights are going to happen. They're bound to happen. Unless you get through that, you're not going to be able to have a successful relationship and I can tell you with personal experience from my recent ex that this happens and a lot of people do this whether guy or girl but with my ex when she broke up with me she said that she wasn't ready for the relationship anymore and that she wasn't feeling like herself because what my take on it is because it's too serious for her and she wasn't ready for what a serious relationship entails and honestly thanks to her for being honest with me so i don't need to date someone like that but in the end it we still dated the past is a past but i'm just teaching you what i learned from dating girls like that but basically she said she didn't feel like herself anymore and that she wasn't ready for the relationship and you know what she does after she starts posting thirst traps and like i told you before when we started talking again she told me that her talking stages don't work anymore and that when i said she just missed the feeling of what i gave her of us being together she said no 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 she thinks i'm the one but she wouldn't be saying that if she was trying to talk to other guys you know like come on it's just so wrong but it is what it is you live and you learn you know but I hope the same thing doesn't happen to you where your boyfriend or girlfriend just gives up on the relationship because it's getting too serious and you kind of need to see that red flag beforehand and if you do see it and pick up on it just end it because if they're not able to grow up and have a serious relationship then stop giving your time to it because in the end it's bound to fail so just a heads up you know another key thing is now that i realized after my second relationship is keeping your relationship private like i told my ex-girlfriend when we were dating to keep our relationship private and whatever happens private because outside influences are going to fuck up the relationship so bad and this one example stuck with me so much where I forgot who it's from but what they said is imagine you're in a scenario where you guys where the girl just went grocery shopping and the husband or the boyfriend is at home she pulls the car into the driveway and she starts bringing in the groceries. And if she tells that to her friend, but the guy boyfriend doesn't help her, the friend's going to say, "Oh, my husband, my boyfriend helps me with the groceries. Why doesn't your boyfriend do that?" And that's just so fucked up because otherwise the girl wouldn't even have thought about it, you know. I'm probably painting this picture so bad, but It's just basically, they're going to put unnecessary thoughts in your head, and you're going to start comparing your relationship to others. And it's you in the relationship, not your friend. They don't know other things that go on. They're not you. And they're going to just put so much unnecessary worry and contemplation in your head that it's going to fuck up the relationship. And that is the worst, because you're basically putting the fate of your relationship in other people's hands. And also, don't post. I don't I don't mean don't post your stuff, but honestly it's not really necessary. And like come on, does your friend or friends really need to know what's going on in the relationship, right? And it just makes it so much worse. And that's why I say keep your relationship private. It's such uh relationship ender it can be at least and i try not to do the and i try to do the same thing with my friends i try not to butt into their relationship either because i don't want to put these thoughts in their head and make them and influence their decision you know obviously if it's something big and they can't really decide then i'll offer some consultation and help them but in the end just Put your head down and focus on you and focus on your own relationship. Don't tell your relationship to other people because it's just unnecessary. And just talk it out with your partner. You know, it's you two in the relationship, not you two and your friends. And that also comes to boundaries. When you're setting boundaries, you want to make sure your partner knows what and what not to do because boundaries are what keeps the relationship together it's like the glue you can say for the relationship because it's basically a set of rules that both of you need to follow and what i saw recently was that what's fair for one is fair for all so basically it goes both ways if you don't want a guy sending me home then you shouldn't be sending a girl home or a girl shouldn't be sending you home you know or anything like that and i feel that's so fair so that you don't have double standards in the relationship and it just makes things so much easier and you need to be able to set boundaries for yourself so that you can live your own life because what i did was i wasn't able to set boundaries and we called every day texted every day and in the end that's why i began and that's why the relationship basically became my everything because since we're long distance we really wanted to talk to each other every day and call text whatever but in the end that just fucked up the relationship and fucked me up too because after we broke up I just couldn't stand being alone or I wasn't able to basically I couldn't be alone yeah and that wasn't good because it was just miserable you know after having someone to talk to every day, going from that to you being alone and not not having anyone, but not having that person in your life just throws your life off completely and it's just not a thing you wanna go through. And I'm not saying you're trying to prevent the breakup or preventing yourself hurt from the breakup by doing that, but it's just necessary for you to live your own life and do the things you want you know besides focusing on the relationship but in the end all of these things that I tell you are general advice everyone's love story is different and you create your own love story you know so you make what you want of it and that's all for me for this episode thank you all for listening and I'll see you in the next one peace